Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. I was talking to someone the other day who mentioned that they were really struggling in their job. They felt like by simply working there 40 to 50 hours a week that they weren't really serving God or doing what matters. And as we talked about it, it became clear that this person felt like the only thing that God truly cared about was either evangelism in the world or specific church ministry work. Now, I want to ask you, is that true? Is that statement true that that's all that God truly cares about? Think of the last couple episodes that we've been examining Paul's challenge to our work. Is it true that only certain work is for the Lord? No, I don't think that's true at all. And that's where we landed our conversation when I was talking to this friend. And the reasoning for that can come right out of Colossians chapter 3. We just talked about it last episode. Our work is not ultimately for our earthly boss, but our greater boss. Did you know that? In your work right now, God is your boss. That's what Paul has been saying so far in verses 23 and now in verse 24 that we're going to look at today. Your work is primarily for the Lord. You work primarily for the Lord. Now, in verse 24, he's going to be talking about that same idea, but give another piece of motivation in order to help stir these Colossian Christians to work hard. And he's going to say, not only do you work for God primarily, but he as your boss will give a reward. That's exactly what he says next. So let's look at both verse 23 and 24 because these are connected. And then we'll discuss what verse 24 means and why that should motivate us in our work. So this is Colossians 3 verses 23 and 24. Whatever you do, Work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Now, verse 24, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. One of the basic motivations to work in our world is the reward that you get from that work. And what is the primary direct reward of your work? Most often, it's money. You work, and you get paid for that work. That financial compensation is your reward. Now again, that's not always true, and it isn't necessarily the reward for every example of work that we've been talking about these last few episodes. If you're a student, your hours of schoolwork are getting you a degree that will hopefully get you a job one day, which then will pay you money so you can live. So in a roundabout way, I guess it is, but technically the reward is a grade or a degree. If you are a stay-at-home parent, your hours of labor don't get you more money, but they are an investment into your child's life, and the reward is the man or woman that they become. If your work is primarily landscaping or gardening at your house and you're not getting paid for it, The reward is the enjoyment of it, or the flowers that will blossom, or the beauty that you are creating. Any sort of work has some sort of reward, and that's not necessarily bad. That's just reality. 
And usually how it goes is that we work harder for greater rewards. And there tends to be more pressure to work harder with the greater rewards. So you get a promotion and you get more responsibilities or you get more hours and so you get a pay raise. That's generally how it goes. Well, did you notice that Paul said when you are working on earth but doing it for the Lord, you can be motivated to work well because of the reward. Did you catch that? Paul's not saying that concept is evil or wrong. In fact, he is using it to motivate you in your work. So we should ask then, what is the reward that God will give to faithful, honoring work? Is it that if I work hard for a bad boss, that God is going to fire that boss? If I study all night for the test, God will reward me with an A? If I put in 75 hours a week, that God will guarantee a larger salary and amazing material resources? Think for a moment. What is Paul saying here? Because he says, from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. So we need to ask ourselves, what is this inheritance that is my reward for faithful, hard, honest work? Well. I don't think, unfortunately, maybe if you're hoping this, that that inheritance means a large financial inheritance in this life. Not saying that's not going to happen, but I don't think that's the promise. Because when the Bible authors speak of an inheritance in this way, it is always referring to a thing that you receive after a death. It is a built-up reward or value of some sort that after a death you receive. So here is what I think Paul is saying. Through the death of Jesus, he has purchased an inheritance for you, and you will receive the fullness of that inheritance after your own earthly death. And what is the primary inheritance that Jesus' death bought for you? Well, what have we been talking about all of Colossians? He has purchased for us the presence of God once again. He has united us to himself. He has sent his Holy Spirit to dwell inside of us, and one day, he is going to bring us into the presence of the Father once and for all. I believe our inheritance that was purchased at the death of Jesus, that will be given to us at our earthly death, is the full presence of God with us. And Paul says that we can endure through work here, we can enjoy our work, or we can labor faithfully. Because our boss is giving us a reward at the end. We can honor God by doing good work because of our future reward. We can honor God by honoring our boss because of our future reward. We can honor God by working with integrity because of our future reward. So let me end with this kind of thought experiment. I want you to think about working for a certain company that was pretty sketchy. Maybe you have experience like this. But let's imagine that the company was sketchy. They dealt in some shady financial practices. You didn't really know how they were doing financially, and you honestly weren't very sure how long you would work there. Now, if you weren't certain of your boss or your boss's boss or the company as a whole, would you feel very confident in working hard for your salary or your future there? No, absolutely not. 
Your certainty would come in trust in leadership. If you trust the leaders and the company as a whole to give you your reward, you will continue to work well. So let me ask you this. Paul ends this verse by saying, in all of this, you are serving the Lord Christ. Can you be certain that he will be faithful to his promise of your reward? If you work hard, with integrity, honoring and serving those around you, and it comes at an earthly cost to you, do you trust that the Lord Jesus is going to give you the greater reward? If you do, then keep going. Stay faithful. Labor hard. Work with integrity and honesty because you are serving Christ. And he is faithful. He will be faithful. And your reward is coming if you remain faithful in serving the Lord Christ wherever he calls you in work. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.